Good morning, everybody. We're really excited to be back. My name is Meredith Harris with Marlboro Economic Development Corporation, and welcome back to Exploring Economic Development with MEDC. It's been a couple of weeks since we've been here, so we're really excited to be back on this Wednesday morning. Uh, the last time we saw you was back in the end, of, middle of June, I think it was, and we had Mayor Arthur Vision on with us for our 10th episode. Really was exciting to talk to him about his time as mayor in the city of Marlboro, um, kind of what he thought was really fun to do in the city of Marlboro through all the decades. That was a really fun segment, and we were just really excited to talk to him. Today we have a really exciting guest. We have State Representative Danielle Gregoire with us today. Uh, so we're going to introduce her in a second, but I'm going to also introduce my wonderful co-host, Jill Morin. Hi, Meredith. It's great to see you, Jill. It's great to see you, too. We um, have a little bit of a change in our office, and so we're not seeing each other as much as we typically do. So I'm just really... I don't like it. I know. I don't like it either, but I'm really excited for Wednesdays <laughs> because that means I get to spend my day with you, Aww. and um, we get to do the podcast. And Thank you. We've had a little bit of a hiatus, and that's been... Um, yeah, celebrating summer a little bit, yeah, doing some vacationing, fireworks, all that stuff. Yeah. So now we're back. Were you lighting off fireworks? I, I wasn't. I was enjoying fireworks. <laughs> good, good. Hold on, I gotta I gotta edit something here. I've got I've got sound effects going. Hold on, Meredith. Meredith, fill fill the space. Talk about Are you gonna do fireworks sound effects? <laughs> no, I'm not no. Doing <laughs> I thought that's actually what you were gonna do. Yeah, so, oh wait, okay, I'm back. You're back. All right. So if you're joining us from live, you're watching us either on YouTube, mm -hmm. on Facebook, or LinkedIn. Really excited about that. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that the stream to LinkedIn is working. If not, we'll get it up and running next time. But welcome everybody. We're so happy to see you. Please comment and let us know that you're watching. Oh, I've got some friends watching. Allison, hello. How are you? Oh, okay, so great to see you. Uh, Spencer, of course, is here, and Spencer Geary. If you haven't met Spencer Geary, oh, I know Spencer. <laughs> he, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about. We're him gonna a talk bit about later. that yeah. at some point. Um, if you're watching this on the replay, make sure you comment to let us know that you know that you're watching. If you have any questions mm -hmm. or any concerns or anything like that, any ideas for future guests, we're always open to that. Absolutely. We'd and if you're watching you. this on WMCT, hi, how are you? We're so glad that they're able to share this live stream over there as well. So as you can see, there's a phone number down here and an email address. Feel free to reach out to us if you want to uh, join the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. So without further ado, we're going to introduce State Representative Danielle Gregoire. Yay, Danielle. Good morning, Danielle. Good Thanks morning. for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. First podcast. I'm yeah. very excited about Ooh, it. Ooh, she's, she's a newbie. She's so, a newbie. Yeah. You've been on the news, right? You've I done mean, you've done public speaking, right? Yes, I've done some public speaking but here and there. No podcasts. No, no, no. You're gonna be addicted. It's so much fun. <laughs> All right. It is. It's so much fun. I'm here for it. So tell us a little bit about yourself. We yes. are going to embarrass you a little bit. We have your yearbook photo yeah, queued up really and ready to go. And but you're a lifelong Marlboro resident. Sure am. And you've been in the state legislature for quite some time now. Yeah. Yeah. We had a new staffer in the building come by yesterday to make the rounds, and he said, how long have you been in the building? And I said, almost 20 years, which is really? like, yeah, wow. crazy. Wow. I started as a staffer in 2003, so I mean. Yeah, and so and you were work so when you were at the State House, I want to talk about the State House a little bit. State yeah, House sure. has a special place in my of heart. Of course. I love the State House. <laughs> uh, but you worked for former State Rep Steve Ledoux, right? I did. Yes. Yep, I did. And Tim Cummings was also at the State House during he that time. Was, our yeah, former executive director. One of my good friends back then in the day, you know, and yeah. then he was here and so it was great to have him in the city. We actually he lived in Design Pack. At the same time, I lived at Design Pack. Okay, so, so and for anybody I, who doesn't know, that's right down the street. The they were lofts that were built yep. not that long ago, right? No, um, so I was the first tenant in my unit 
and I no moved way. in right after I got elected in 2008. So I moved in in November of 2008. Wow. And um, yeah. So it was awesome. a great place to live. I loved it so wow. much. My dad kind of wish I could go back. <laughs> My dad had we an office building in there. Yeah. Yeah, we hear that a lot. You know, people that worked at when it was a place that made boxes yep. for a while. There was a brewery in the basement. You know. Right. It's, yeah. A lot of history in that building. That's cool. And that's so economic development. I mean, that is the type of thing that that is economic development, right? An older building that's been rehabbed, redeveloped. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but you've always been so supportive of everything that we're doing. And, you know, you were at the state house during the time when the legislation was passed to kind of get us up and running. And so thank you for that, first of all. And um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, yourself. We're kind of jumping all over the place, mm -hmm. but about you and kind of your history when, you know, you were Marlboro High School graduate, correct? Correct. Yes. So was my mother and my grandfather. No kidding. Believe it or not. And the mayor and I don't often talk about this, but he is actually my second cousin. Really? My grandfather and his grandmother were brother and sister. Yep. Right? <laughs> wow. That's not towny. I don't know what is. If it's not towny, I don't know what is. That's right. So, yeah. So, you know, just a really proud history. And I am grateful for everything that this city has given me. Yeah. And I just want to be able to give it back to yeah. everybody that's coming up today and, you know, to our seniors that are still here and, we want them to be able to age in place and just I'm just really proud of you this city it's awesome. and of everything and you know I've got a lot of colleagues that come to me and say how how are you doing it out there you know yeah. whether it's the sports center or right. whatever we have going on my colleagues always want to know yeah. how to emulate what we're doing here so well and it, it's cool. so I remember when I started at the state house I was right out of college and I remember you being at the state house and it's oh, but it's so fun now though to be able to work with each other in a different way yeah. so back then I was working for state rep Jay Barrows yep. out of Mansfield Foxborough Norton um, I grew up there he was a good friend of my family and I loved working at the state house it was just so fun we used to say you know meet you under the golden dome and yep. just okay all right you gotta let me chime in so the golden dome you oh, yeah. love the state house. How much do you love the state I house? I really love All the right, state so house. I have, a, gonna I have a couple too, of pictures like. that oh, I've got to yes. just throw in here. <laughs> Tell me about this picture, Meredith. Aww. So that is How my husband. Is that? Yes, that is one of my engagement photos because we met working at the state house. So when I say it has a special place in my heart, I really truly mean it. So I worked at the state house from 2009. Uh, no, I want to say 2000, 2009. Till about 2000. I love how you're looking at me like you want me to answer. I know, like you would know, know, right? Yeah, no. But so I, I interned for a long time there and then was uh, working as a state legislative, um, working as an aide for one of the state reps. Remember working with you on different things and then ended up here in Marlboro. Um, and now we're working together in a different way. What are we laughing? Oh, hey, there's Mike right there. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. That's you. Hey, nice buddy. to see you, Mike. Thanks for tuning in this morning. <laughs> Who's watching the baby? Yeah, right. <laughs> Good question. And so... So I have a, a unique understanding, I guess, of what you do up there. And I, yeah. and it's fun because I don't think a lot of people, you know, we always laugh and we joke about how it's like once you're in there, it's this world. Yeah. It's this different <laughs> world. And um, it's really interesting. I really wanted to get back to kind of that local municipal being kind of more at that really, really local level. Um, but it's important to build relationships so that we can all work together to get things done. hundred yeah. percent. And you completely understand that. And I have the utmost respect for what you're doing up there. Thank you. I really yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely. So can we tease Danielle a little bit too? Oh, well, not yet you. because we have another comment oh, saying okay. Nana and Abby are watching. Oh, that's right. who's watching Abby. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and I do have to show this one other picture of the state house. 
That is my wedding oh, cake. Not really? <laughs> Get out of town. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So to say I have a respect and love for the state house is 100% true. Yes. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. I really just feel like everybody, no matter how much time they spend there, whether it's, you know, a year or 20, you're do- doing you're time, just, right? You're really, just really lucky to experience it. Yeah. I mean, it's the oldest continually operating state house in the country. Wow. We're the longest running democracy in the world. Amazing. Our constitution is the basis for the United States Constitution. It's just like history every day. And it's and y- just, I'm a total dork for it. And I... <laughs> Me too. As if you couldn't tell. Right. right? <laughs> no, but I, and I think it's interesting, like just the process and how things work and sometimes how long it can take to get things done or, you know, because of all the different committees and the process and the different things that happen and, and to understand it, you have to live it to understand it sometimes. I think so. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been there? You said 20 years? So, well, 18-ish. Wow. Yeah, I, can't, I started working for Steve in 2003. So, wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Crazy. And Crazy. so going from an aide to a rep, what's that like? What was the transition like? It was very interesting because, A, I never saw this for myself. Ever. Really? Two things I never wanted to be when I was growing up. My mom will tell you, a lawyer and a politician. Here and you're both. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just, it. you know, life finds a way you know like not to quote jurassic park which also is a huge one of my favorites just <laughs> fyi but um it just you know everything happens for a reason yeah and i ended up there and when steve left to pursue a new opportunity some things were happening and popping and you know i just said well i'm going to be out of a job anyways i might as well give it a shot go for it here we are and you must so have liked it i love it you love i it. love it we, you know there are hard days but there are for sure we're making a difference and so every single day in somebody's life we're making a difference well so one of the biggest things that i think you're known for in the community too is kind of your work with um the seniors and mm-hmm. alzheimer's care i mean you've done incredible things with elder um issues and laws so can you tell us a little bit about that sure so um not last term but the term before that so the let's see 2022 like the 17 term yeah um 2017 the speaker appointed me as chair of elder affairs amazing and that's a big deal it, to be it was a big deal yeah it was a big deal and um so we worked with the alzheimer's association and a lot of the community and we passed a groundbreaking piece of legislation that Incredible. was a model for the rest of the country the alzheimer's association has had me now around the country that's talking awesome. to other states about how to do what we did it was a no-cost bill we had the hospitals at the table we had the doctors at the table we had the nurses at the table you know um it it's just really the goal was to change the face of the way the healthcare community handles folks that have dementia Mm -hmm. or alzheimer's and their caregivers right because the caregiver role it it affects hundreds of thousands of people in massachusetts alone right so it was it was it was a big deal yeah that's awesome that's Thank awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So one of the other things we, we stole from your Facebook page mm-hmm. recently, um, kind of the, oh, yeah. okay. the budget. So you guys yep. just recently passed the budget. Up, That's up, correct. Up, under the golden dome. <laughs> so <laughs> That happy, magical place. That it's happy, real gold, place. by the way. It's yeah. real gold. It really it is. So my, my uh, not to go back again, but my office that I used to work in was literally like right below the Golden Dome. So we used to be able to, don't tell anybody this. Oh, no, my chief went up there once. Well, I've we used to be able up. to climb out the yeah. window and kind of hang out on this balcony and yeah. the Golden Dome was like right there. So it's really cool. Don't tell anybody. Lots though, of selfies. Or was that before selfies? Yeah, yeah I don't think we did selfies back then. <laughs> I, I mean, it was speaking like this was like I a thousand not, years ago. But I still try not to do them now. So yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so brag a little bit. 
you got you through the budget you were able to bring a lot of money back to Marlboro which is amazing so I have incredible municipal partners mm. um, you know I'm very lucky uh, Marlboro Northboro Westboro are communities that really all have their act together That's awesome. um, whether it's the mayor and the city council here or the town administrator managers and boards of selectmen in the other two communities and you know every year we go to them and we say hey this is what we're doing and what can we do to help and despite this whole covid pandemic mm-hmm. tragedy um we have come out leaps and bounds financially above where we expected to be so we're able to continue to reinvest we've made no cuts right we've made no major changes to programming schools everything it's been held harmless during this between some of the federal money we've gotten and our management of the rainy day fund which we actually just put another chunk into Mm -hmm. with this budget right um so it's just really been i'm really grateful for my municipal partners and we're always sending money back um well, but can can you so you guys put money back into the rainy day we fund. sure did like i think in the tune of like a billion dollars so that okay that, that I'm, I'm just circling back on that i need more information well i, I think that's well, something I'm that not, people I'm need going off the cuff here on that but it was <laughs> yeah. a lot of money it was no, a lot I, of money i think that's something people need to understand because yeah. mm. okay here is a we're going through one of the toughest economic time i mean one of the well toughest i think times it's gonna history, i think right? we're seeing that it's gonna get worse At in the future point. you know yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're trying but to prepare we're preparing for it. for it. Yeah. Right. So that's huge. That's really I think great. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, back to sort of the city and towns. I The speaker, we are anticipating, in addition to the American Rescue Plan money that we've already gotten, $5.3 billion from the federal government. Wow. We are anticipating that the Congress, actually the Senate was supposed to vote today. Um, so either by the end of this month or the middle of August, the Congress is going to pass the American Jobs Plan. Okay. And in anticipation of receiving several more billion dollars from that for infrastructure and investment and job creation, the Speaker has asked me to meet with every single one of my colleagues and try to outline how we want to spend that money. Wow. To avoid, you know, the congressional delegation coming in yep. and saying, hey, we're going to take all this money. You know, I joke about Richie Neal in Western Mass just annexing Western Mass and calling it Neil Land, the 51st state. Um, or, you know, we're having some squabbles with the governor currently over the ARPA money. So the speaker really wanted to get out in front of that, where yeah. the reps are the closest to the ground. Right. So I'm literally meeting with every single one of my colleagues, and I've had about half of them so far, maybe somewhere in the 50, 60 range. So you're talking about all the other state reps. Yep, 159 wow. other people. Huh. And... Um, I am hearing some scary stories yeah. about what's going on in towns and cities around this Commonwealth, and yeah. it makes me so grateful again for for what you, you know have. for what we have here as far as management and the opportunities to work together hand right. in glove with the city and the towns. Well, we say all the time the team teamwork makes the dream work, right? Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah. No, but it's really true. Yeah, and absolutely. Again, going back to that idea of building relationships with people, we had Kelly Arvidsson on a couple weeks ago talking just about knowing who to call or who like if and if the person on the other end of the phone you have a relationship and you can talk to them and i am so grateful for that with you i mean there's been many times where we call and hey danielle we need a letter of support for this or we need help with this you've always been able to come through and and vice versa you know there have been times i've needed some info from you about what's going on here on the ground and you've always you know it's just that's what makes it work it makes a huge difference (laughs) right 
Right. Because not everybody has that. Right. So, co- I mean, we talked a little bit about COVID. I mean, the world's just, we're never going to, as much as we want to put it behind us, it's still like right in yeah. front of us, right? Uh, but we are moving forward. I think things are starting to get better. Things are opening back as up. As long as you haven't been to Provincetown in the last two weeks. Yeah, I have not. <laughs> so <laughs> crazy, right? Crazy. Um, but the state house looks different because of COVID, right? I mean, you guys still, nobody's even allowed to come in, right? No. How is I, that affecting your job? How it do you affects feel about us that? Like crazy. I was actually leaving yesterday in between so we have those meetings like and i'm having eight a day and mm-hmm. my chief will be like if you need to go get food you need to go right now because we have wow. another meeting in 20 minutes so i was going out yesterday to go get some food and there was a constituent of somebody's at the door this poor woman looked like she was gonna cry and the 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 security guards were telling her she couldn't come in the building wow. so i stopped and said you know who are you looking for and she told me and i happened to have the person's phone number so i called and then senator didn't answer and i said well what is it that you need and you know it turned out she needed assistance renewing her passport oh wow which is a federal issue anyways Mm -hmm. it's a huge deal apparently you cannot get a passport right right now and i said so i looked up her congressperson's phone number i gave her the phone number i told her to call and the whole thing but i mean it's not unusual for especially folks closer to boston Mm -hmm. to have just people just walk in the building and need help right Right. And so that has obviously ceased. We're trying to open back up um, sort of for September, October. But, you know, with the new variant and all the things that are happening. And, I mean, you can be in a room that's meant for 200 people and have 400 people in it. You know. Absolutely. You know, there's a crowded hearing room is. And we can't ask folks their vaccination status. Oh, yeah, that either. Yep. So Mm -hmm. um, we're just trying to be really careful. And... Um, it's been challenging, and the challenge continues. But with that, I would always tell people if my constituents ever have an issue, if anyone lives in the district has an issue, my cell phone number is 508-479-9127. We'll have to we'll put my that up there. My office number. Okay, wait, 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 wait. All right, okay, I can repeat it. I was going to give my office number, too. Okay. My office number is 617-722-2140. Wait, wait, 617-722-2140. And leave a message because we don't have somebody because the staff isn't there full time either. Right. Um. So you know, but I'm you. Know, yeah. I've always help. tried to be accessible to folks. Yeah. And so just the fact that the building is closed doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're not it available. doesn't mean no. We we are we. I joke now we live in a casino because there are no hours anymore. Yeah. There are no days. Well, you I, email me at eleven o'clock at night. I'm going to email you get back. back to you. You might be watching the what was it the soccer yeah game? the soccer that was at four <laughs> o'clock this morning so that was um that wasn't but you will get pretty. back even though you're yeah the, the saturday game's at 7 30 so it's a little more forgiving but, <laughs> but so from a i think from a constituent perspective you know, the fact that you're in marlboro more actually might even behoove people right i mean so yeah. you're, you're more accessible to folks being here in the district so from a constituent perspective i think that's actually probably a good thing maybe um but <clears throat> What I always found when I was working at the state house is that people would call almost because they were at their like last resort. Yeah. Which is I feel like is something that I wish there was a different different perspective. Call before you're at right. the last resort because you guys can help with a lot of things and people sometimes just don't even realize right. that. And now especially with all the problems with UI with mm-hmm. unemployment, given, you know, the surge in people in unemployment and the fact that they had to hire thousands of people to even handle the volume. Wow. Crazy. We're getting the emails like, I haven't gotten my unemployment in twelve weeks, I'm gonna lose my house. Like wow. email me before that. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because mm-hmm. you can yeah. help. 
Right. Absolutely. And I don't think people realize that sometimes, you know, don't make it a last resort. Make it one of your first phone right. calls. Right. I'm going to put yep. that phone number back up for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Can we talk about unemployment a little bit? Because that, sure. that has been a huge thing um, from an economic development perspective as well. A lot of the small business, mostly in the hospitality industry, we have actually Greg Bunn coming on, um, not next week, but the week after from Mass Hire to kind of oh, talk through this a little bit about there, there are jobs available. People can't find employees. So what what's your perspective on that? I know that the unemployment was extended. Was it through the end of September? So I think so. And I, I really just think part of the problem is, especially in the restaurant industry, is so long they've been paying sub-living wages. Yeah. And people are just done, mm. you know? Mm. Um, I was talking to you guys before we came on the air, and, you know, I've worked in hospitality for about 20 years myself, on and off, Yeah. since I was in high school as right. a waitress and a bartender. Where? In everywhere all right <laughs> um the new um urgent care on the other end of town the carewell it used to be an applebee's back in the day. that yeah. was my first you know with the rugby shirt and the whole thing you probably rocked it. i worked that at was applebee's my, too that was my first that was my first is that the one with flair oh, no that's no that was tgi fridays okay yeah, right, right, right. yeah don't get it twisted <laughs> um so so yeah no literally i think that was the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college so i've been wow. doing it so on and off since time. then yeah yeah. Always, you yeah. know, um, even when I was in law school at night, when I was working at the state house as an aide during the day, in the summertime, yeah, I worked at the state house during the day and worked at a restaurant at night. So you get what you get it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, yes, you can make tons of dough, yeah. but you have to have somebody can watch your kids while you're at work at night. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, it's it's not an easy lifestyle for sure for yeah. a lot of for reasons. Sure. Yeah, and. Sometimes, yes, the waitresses are making tips and the bartenders are making tips and sometimes they're tipping out the other employees, but the kitchen staff were still making minimum wage. Right. Even and it's hard work. the most highly trained chefs yeah. making yeah. minimum wage. Right. And even here in Massachusetts, we have a $15 minimum wage. Now, well, we're indexing up to $15, but you like you can't afford to have a family on mm. working 40 hours a week at $15 an hour. Right. You just can't. Right. I just saw a study... San Francisco and similar cities, you would literally have to work more hours than there are in a week at a minimum wage job to earn enough to pay for a one-bedroom apartment. Wow. So so are they are these conversations, I'm sure they are, but these conversations are happening at the state level? A hundred percent. Yeah. They have to be because we the COVID has changed the way we do everything. 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 Right. And so we have to pivot. Right. We have to pivot as a society on so many levels now. And that is a huge one because it's great that people want to support their local businesses. I want to support my local businesses. You know, that's the first one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have to circle back to that. Were you not the first one I to was. win a t-shirt? Yeah. Yes. I was. Oh, I should have worn that t-shirt. <laughs> Damn no, me with I like, my messaging and the pay I like the women. this t-shirt. All right. Yeah. So we can talk about that too. But um, on the average, women in America make 82 cents on the dollar to the men. So. This is a, a female office. We love women. Um. So that's my... And especially with the Olympics and women's sports. In women's sports, it's even more disparate, which is crazy. Wow. Um, but so you want to support the local businesses, but they just don't have the capacity to handle. Well, I think – and I think it's mm. a struggle because I've been looking at this so many different ways. It's a struggle for all people involved, right? The employers mm-hmm. can't find anybody to work. The people that are working are taxed, and they're, they're it's hard because they're the only ones there. They're busting their butts, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Then the customer comes in, and they have a, a difficult experience because it's not what they're used to, but they're right. still trying to spend money. They're still trying to dine local and be local. And So from any way you look at it, 
it's a challenge. Yeah. Right. And so I guess because the customer is stressed out too yeah. about what's going on in their life, and Absolutely. they just wanted a night off from cooking, right. and, and so they come in and trying to spend now their they waited an hour and, for their pizza. And it's no, yeah. it's really n- no one's fault that right. that's happening. Hmm. But how I guess we sit here sometimes and think like, how do we better support? Or I guess how could we get involved at a state level or how do we help support you or get those messages up to to the governor and to people to help i don't know i don't know and what, what the do answer we, is and what What's do we the ask answer? for yeah right? i don't what know do what the answer is. if yeah. i knew what the answer was i'd be running for president not <laughs> state rep so I um and i used to be able to say i wasn't old enough to run for president but i'm not you, you able to that say that way. anymore yeah i know cross us all right cross that bridge i know so um it's a so challenge yeah, it's a challenge yeah. and i don't know what the answer is but we are, you know, with this jobs plan money infusion yeah. that we're expecting, we're talking about child care in a new way. We're mm-hmm. talking about fundamentally changing the way we govern mm-hmm. with this once in a lifetime infusion of cash. Yep. And it could be in the tens of billions of dollars. Wow. Wow. So. So stay tuned. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's I'm following. <laughs> I got a couple I, kids. Everybody gets a Gucci. That's my. <laughs> as long as you carry your work computer in it, you get a Gucci. Wow. You get a Gucci. I would love one. I don't <laughs> know. I, yeah. So there's an outlet now in Rentham. Is there really? Yeah. Not in Marlboro though, so I don't know if I can go there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speak. Still speaking of COVID and small business, you were on. weren't you on one of the reopening? I was. Yeah. You were on the reopening committee, right? What was so that like? It was actually just kind of like, at some point last summer, Speaker DeLeo, then yep. Speaker DeLeo, decided that the governor had too much control, and yeah. the governor had too much, everything. So he put a bunch of people on this committee and try to figure that has kind of since fallen by the wayside under the new speaker mm-hmm. we kind of restructured the committees mm-hmm. he actually added several committees one is you know how to spend the arpa money and one is on racial and gender equity mm-hmm. and we have a new building safety committee because mm-hmm. you've spent a lot of time in that building did you feel safe there after january 6th because i didn't yeah mm-hmm. I bought a fire ladder for my office so I could go out the window if I needed wow. to. Yeah. So wow. um, there are so Realities there are though, several you know. several actual new joint committees that are sort of specifically focused on reopening and moving forward and you know the next pandemic and yeah. public oh, health and all. Uh, you, listen, I know. So um, that ad hoc committee from last year has kind of dissipated so new speaker it's is, right it's um speaker Rep- mariano mariano right from okay. quincy yep and so is is it completely different i mean with a new new person in charge right mm-hmm. i mean that means changes and it means you know uh, it's been unbelievable yeah. um the you know the speaker has been around for a really long time he was and there um DeLeo was there when i was there yeah so speaker DeLeo was the speaker i think for like he got elected speaker when I first went in in 2009 yeah um so he's a speaker for a long time Mm -hmm. and he just you know he moved he decided to make the move and he moved on Mm -hmm. and um speaker Mariano's come in and he um he's been around forever but he's very much he's the north end guy right no no north end guy is the chair of ways and means Aaron Michaelwitz oh Mariano is from Quincy okay okay so um you know he's just very much enabling people to do what it is they need to do that's great and Hmm. he's enabled the chairs he's enabled like i'm the chair of bonding this session and we're not going to bond this jobs plan money but he said danielle this is so much money i need somebody to take charge and we need to figure this out so go meet with everybody what a task huh (laughs) (laughs) so um he's really you know he was the majority leader under speaker julio so he's been around and he's kind of been in the pipeline but it's also a very different style of leadership 
Well, sometimes that's a good thing, right? I think it's always a good thing. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to change it up a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a comment. We have two comments that I want to make sure we, we, we integrate into the show. The first one is from Spencer Geary. <laughs> Hi, Spencer. I'd vote Danielle for president. Oh, all right. Well, don't tell my mother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but his, his, he's got another question in here. It says, Danielle, can you tell us if the filmmaker's tax incentive yes. thing in Massachusetts is going to continue? It is. We actually, it was the, so the film tax credit is something that has been huge for Massachusetts businesses. Big time. So fun fact about DG, I was an extra on TED. Really? No yep, way. Sure was. Why couldn't I get of, this footage before? A couple of my girlfriends. Right? Yeah, we have your yearbook well, we photo, were but in we don't the, have the uh, TED. We, we were in the Nora that. Jones concert scene with 6,000 of our closest friends, so yeah. it's not like you could pick us out. Although I was with Mara Neven, and um, she's very tall, so I think you can see her you at You might point be able to figure from it behind. out. Um, but, so, yes, huge supporter of the film's tax credit, and there was a sunset provision included when it was first ast- adopted, okay. but we just repealed this the sunset in in this year's budget that's great so the film's tax credit is here to stay and so that is something okay so let's can we explain that a little bit for people yeah i just got to ask i'd love to hear more about that so in your perspective what is that sure so the film's tax credit gives tax credits to film studios and folks who work on films so yes leonardo dicaprio is gonna get you know residuals for the departed for the rest of his life or what's the shelter island um you know, so he, yeah, he's got Leonardo DiCaprio is making some money off of Massachusetts, but so are the folks who do the lighting and the sound and mm. the sets and mm-hmm. the food service and all of that stuff. So it's, I actually have a really active constituent who reaches out to me all the time. He just sent me an email to thank me for this. Huh. Um, and his name is Wayne and he is in a union and mm-hmm. he is working on sets of films and TV programs that have That's been awesome. being recorded here in Massachusetts and there was the threat that the entire industry would, would up and away. leave huh. if we didn't well so from know, an, extend the tax credit from an economic development perperspective yep. that's huge right so we talk all the time about big fish feed the small fish and all these different things that's just another way of that happening absolutely so the film industry is coming in and they're they're here what was the movie that they filmed over um, Southboro grown-ups I was on that one too were you yeah <laughs> well so I but well, there's, there's it would they a- happen to be filming over Memorial Day weekend so I had to bring my Memorial Day citation <laughs> and happen to hang out on the set for that's a little bit. awesome <laughs> Well, so there, but there was a few, there was one, it was like a fire. I thought that there was an actual fire going on in Marlboro a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At um, the old DMV. With Daniel Craig. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Shoot. I forget what the name of the movie was. Knives Out. Knives Out. That's yep. what it was. And so all of our, our fire department yep. was kind of featured in the film. Oh, cool. Uh, but then there was also Super Troopers 2, yep. which the city hall is actually <laughs> featured. Yeah. If you haven't seen yeah. Super Troopers 2, I don't know if I'm giving an endorsement for it or not, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but what my whole point of saying this is that all those people, the crew, all those folks, where were they eating during their lunch right. break? Where yeah. were they staying? Where were they staying? So, you know, that again, just feeds our local economy. It's yeah. keeping our barbershops and our restaurants and all of our folks thriving. Yeah. Um, so that's huge. So yeah. how can I get on this on this tag? I'm, I'm I've got video production going, but what what does someone need to like? What role do you need to be in? Do you have to be under a union? Do you have to? You be don't have to be in a union. Um, but you know, it's films and TV production companies. That's so cool. not um, YouTube production. N- I don't think so. But I mean, could you like work on? Yes, this? absolutely. <laughs> I just feel like it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you and sure. Spencer should um, Spencer get together do this that's right that's awesome <laughs> what a great as question. long as if you yeah. get anybody famous you call me because 
Leonardo DiCaprio was just in Westboro, like, six weeks ago, and weren't nobody they, called me, and I was they, really um, mad about it. I actually called the police chief, because I saw it on the news, and I was like, hey, chief, <laughs> you guys have a movie Heads set Heads up would have been nice, right? Right? Um, <laughs> didn't they just film Dexter and Grafton, too, I think? So another state rep, Dave Moradian, he's a dear friend of mine. Yep. Um, we were, again, aides in the bullpen together up at yeah. the state house, but um, I saw, saw him posting about Dexter. and Yeah, and Ryan Reynolds is in Worcester too. right now, really? doing a movie. Yeah. Super cool. We're, like, becoming a little Hollywood out here, and the commonwealth it All is right. that's that's actually they call us hollywood east <laughs> seriously no they do <laughs> who are you talking to spencer, spencer. he said spencer. i would team up with you jill I love dream team all right we we're running out of time we are but wait we have to show a couple of things oh, so listen no. do we use really? two i'm in the middle in this scene i'm pulling you back pull us back Sorry. pull us back pull us back we need to focus all right so first of all we never showed the yearbook pictures so that's happening right now <laughs> oh jesus lord have mercy <laughs> i want to know how many layers you're wearing that is um just how many just two just okay. the sweater and the turtleneck I it's just it. a very chunky sweater i love it's it a chunky chunky also sweater. i'm curious do you know what i mean can you see that you've got i i feel like it was your year that they started to do this is how many characters you have so you have to get yeah, really, everything's abbreviated really you can't creative. Really, i can see some of it Sm- smudge badge <laughs> All right, next. Okay. Don't, yeah, don't no, put her on I the can. spot yep. here. Okay, we also have this. This oh, one's so cute. Oh, come on. So let's see if this so still cute. applies. Remember Determined, when I was cute? Thanks, accomplished, natural, involved, enthusiastic, yeah. likable, level-headed, and expressive. Yeah, I think all of those things are still very That's true. Big Bob and Joni. That's like my Shout little out. family thing. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And we also, okay, to keep us, you, I've got your attention now. We're focused. Okay. So we need to talk a little bit more about this Thank because for, for of all picture. of our Marlboro <laughs> residents, this really, this will really have an impact. And we have some pictures here that can mm-hmm. kind of go along with um, these different Yeah, so we're talking about items. beautification for City Hall, right. right? So we've got some, just some photos. These are things that could be upgraded. And I remember when yeah, this, I don't when know this what was that is. built. That's right behind City Yo, Hall. Yo, I know that, but oh. I'm like, I don't know what the point of it is. <laughs> to be a place for people to rollerblade, because that's what I did there. Is that what you did? Interesting. Those bricks may have the, gotten um, damaged 100... when I was 16. Jill, don't admit any guilt. We did the, the 100th anniversary of uh, attorney-client privilege. We did the 100th <laughs> anniversary of the uh, women's suffrage movement there last summer. Yeah, you summer. did, actually. That was yep. great. Yeah, and, and a lot of the press conferences right. take place there. So that's okay. the point of it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then we've, um, so signage will be affected too, right? Yep. So what kind of, like, not, we just have entering Marlboro sign. Yeah, like, so the um, ones that say, you know, Marlboro, the big green ones that yeah. were on the white at the. Um, all the entrance at ways. 85, yeah, oh, all okay. the entrance ways. They needed a little bit of updating because awesome. they were getting a little. Yeah. They need a little TLC. Yeah, they need a little love. And then HGTV action. I'm (laughs) very excited about this one because I love Galoni Park. Yeah. So what? What's the vision for improvements there? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So DPW. So just give me the ask, and I, you know, we get the money. They said paving the walking trail. Paving the walking trail. The mayor has figured it out. Yeah. Because you were at the opening of the new school. Oh yeah. When he, you know, was talking during his remarks about the new school and how we did, you know, we got a lot of money with the SBA yeah and, yeah and then while he was talking about the new school before we had even cut the ribbon he was asking me for a new fire station <laughs> all right can we do it one thing at a time I well, mean when we had him on a couple weeks ago I mean we talked about longest serving mayor I mean in a, to do the job and to do it as well as he has do- done you absolutely gotta, yeah he does have it figured out and you sure. know he and I were political opponents mm. oh mm. yeah that's right and 
but we have really been able to demonstrated work. what yeah. it's like to be able to figure out how to work with somebody yeah yeah that you don't necessarily always see eye to eye with yeah and that's like and we do huge. that here that's in huge. massachusetts too every piece of major legislation that we do the republicans despite being in the super minority are at the table which in is every awesome. conversation that we have and that's the way it should be it is the way it yeah. should be and that's what i always talk about right. and then you know the the super way one side or the other get frustrated because they want it to come more to the outside yeah that's not the way you get things done a hundred percent so no, you're totally right right um the last the last well, item i wanted on that- to talk about the Oh, you, you were going to talk oh. about the police cams, too, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Right. So there's going to be... That's great. Investing in police cams. Yeah. So um, Chief Laurie from Westboro reached out to us, as well as um, the chief in Northboro, about that. They had already applied for certain grants, to, so they just needed to plug the holes. Yeah. And um, so I went to Chief Georgie, and he wasn't something that he was really thinking about yet, but he's thinking about it now. So obviously, we you know, with police reform and with some of the things that are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming down the road and changes in policing and I know that the police department still hates me and I'm sorry for that but um, we're you know we're, we're making changes in the way things are done systemic changes because yeah. there are systemic issues within policing as there are everywhere sure. Sure. Um, so one of the things is these body cams and um, it's not the actual camera that costs money it's the storage of the data yeah. and the storage of the actual unit um and so that's where the money the investment's going to come from yeah. but that's it, great yeah no yeah, that's I, wonderful it's it, safety for the for the members of the department and it's safety for the public right I just it's it's literally the definition of public safety that's yeah. awesome yeah and i want before we turn to kind of the fun ending of the episode uh the shuttle bus i wanted to mm. let you even just speak about that a little bit so you've been huge in helping us um secure funding for the shuttle bus to continue you know, running and it has been on hold because of the right. pandemic, but we're really excited. I guess this can be our first time to mention that we are going to relaunch it in September. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're psyched about that. You know, we have a good amount of uh, funds that available that we've been able to kind of put to the side during COVID um, to get that up and running. And um, as businesses are coming back, you know, from work from home and they're going to be more in, in person, um, we're hoping that that can be helpful to folks. So I hope so too. And first. we need to make sure that we're advertising that as much as possible because we want to drive ridership because you know the traffic is already bad yeah again Mm. which is insane because MassDOT was telling us it was going to be 10 years before traffic was back to pre-pandemic levels but it feels like it already is back at least we're not on 93 though did you see that there was like a god what was that what was that like a missile or something there there was a truck that hit a bridge on 93 so a wide heavy big tall load and it hit a bridge on 93 and now the entirety of 93 is going to be down for, for like months. I think I saw somewhere it said years, but oh, yeah. All right, so oh a plug for Marlboro because that's what I love to do. But I have lived both in the South Shore, the yeah. North Shore, and now in Metro West yeah. in Marlboro. Our commute is by far yeah. the mm-hmm. best, most accessible, uh, you know, able to get in and out of Boston. And there are multiple ways to do it. Absolutely. And, and yeah. if you're a townie, you know all the different ways. All the ways. Like if, if, if I leave here at 430 I'm gonna hit traffic trying to hop on 495 this way right so I'm gonna go up that way or if I know that traffic in Hudson's gonna be bad I'm gonna go back roads and go down by the mall there's like a million different ways sometimes it's the best to to go down 20 to get to town like yep all the way down 20 again traffic is a good problem to have to solve that's right that means that things people are working yeah yeah 
All right, so we're going to have a little fun with you before you go. So, we're again, hashtag be local, dine local. You're our biggest supporter of that campaign. Yeah. Thank you. As you can we tell by that. all my COVID LBs that I've <laughs> Oh, stop that. We all. That's right. We're all there. So we have a fun little game called, where, and it's a playoff of one that we did with Michael Edelman, which was where do you go? We're going to say where did you go? Where did okay. you go? So we're going to give you scenarios of just moments in your life, and yes. you tell us where did you go to either celebrate or to commemorate whatever all right. That we're putting up. Let's do so it. What's the All first right. One? So let's do this. Um, you're 16 and you just got your work <laughs> permit. Where did you go? Victory Supermarket. At the Victory. Yeah. <laughs> we make food shopping fun. Opening team on that Victory. We trained at the one in Hudson. Yeah. What is Victory? No Hannaford. idea. Oh, okay. That was my first job too. Yep. 16th birthday, literally. <laughs> your parents like, oh, bye bye, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So was that like the go-to grocery store? I don't know. My girlfriend and I at the time were the Laverne and Shirley of Victory because (laughs) we were very reliable. So they did, we did everything. So we used to have to go on Saturday mornings at four o'clock in the morning and do the price changes for the sale when everything had a tag. Mm. Cat food and baby food were the worst weeks because (laughs) you have to take off all the old tags and put on all the new ones. I love it. What? Who was it that was on the podcast that was saying that the the dog is the new baby? Was it Bergeron? Yeah, Maybe it was Arthur Bergeron. Right, He's yeah. like, yeah, the family's now. If they got the dog, that's the new baby. Yeah, that's Anyways, the baby. That just that's where my brain just. <laughs> yeah. Went. All right. What's the next one? All right. Um, you're ten years old and on summer break. Where did you go? In the backyard in the pool. All right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, Joni had to wash my hair out every night with the vinegar <laughs> and lemon juice because my hair used to turn oh, green from the chlorine. Green. That's funny. Yep. <laughs> So she didn't. You didn't have to go anywhere because you had a good at home, right in your yeah. backyard. I love it. All right, you just got your driver's license. Where did you go? What was? Don't the say first Victory place. Supermarket. Yeah, I think Greatwoods for a concert. REM. No kidding, really. All right, so, so that's where I grew up. So you were coming down to my neck yeah. of the woods. Yeah, REM and the cranberries at Greatwoods, and I actually, <sighs> in the way back machine, I was country when country wasn't cool. Saw Garth Brooks at the Centrum in 1996. Did you really? Sure did. That's incredible. I'm Whoa. actually a little jealous of that. I'm going in October. I'm and I, I love, all right, so now we're not talking Marlboro. We're talking Mansfield, Norton. But I love that you called it Greatwoods. Oh, yeah, no. Because everybody else, it's known as Xfinity. It was Comcast Center. I mean, no. so that's where I used it's to hang Greatwood. out when I was yeah. in high school is in the parking lot of Greatwoods. Um, doing I had no idea what you guys were talking about, so I just sat here and smiled. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, victory. That's how I felt in victory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, it's senior year, and you skipped first period. Oh, yeah. Where did you go? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Which Dunkin' Donuts? Um, probably the one across from Price Chopper. Okay. Because that new one on 85 wasn't there. Wasn't there yet. Or maybe this one downtown that's the Domino's now. It used to be a Dunk's. See, yeah. before my time, I'd always been Domino's for me. But... Yeah, it used to be a Dunk's. Oh, yeah, that was always I think downtown. I've heard Linda before say that she like missed when Dunkin' Donuts was there. But now we have yeah. Lachoo, and yeah. so we're happy. Yeah. Where did you used to go? Jake's. Jake's? Yeah. It really during the school day? That's aggressive. I appreciate that. No, if that. you if you if we skipped first period, yeah, we go to Jake's, but we would run into faculty there sometimes. Uh, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, all right, we've got a few more. Okay, okay. I'm kind of on a roll, so you, you really, you really are. All right, your home for your 10 year high school reunion. Oh, Lord, where child. did you go? I was. I mean, <laughs> I went to the reunion. I lived here. Where, where, where was the reunion? Happen? The 10-year reunion. We had our last one at the new hotel out in front of um, Quest Diagnostics. Oh, yeah. Because I Hilton organized Garden. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was our 20. 
So the 10 might have been at the Best Western. Was it? Yep. That's awesome. The bar in the Best Western. We had such a fun bar. I think at Sully's. They have popcorn machine. Popcorn machine. Yeah, at the Best Western. You had yours at Sully's? I think we had our... That makes sense. Our five-year or 10-year was at Sully's. How could you fit people... And then we went to West Ender for maybe 15 years or something. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I have my 25 next summer. Wow. Wow. All right. I've got... No. I think I've got... I'm done. I'm one and done. One more. All right. You were just elected into your first office and you wanted to celebrate in your hometown. Where would you go? I guess where would you go? Where Where did you you go? go? I think... When Lazy Dog was where Funkies is, that's where I have my first election night. What was it called? Lazy Dog? Yeah. Lazy Dog. That sounds It was owned by the same guy who owns the West Ender. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's where we had our first. Where do you... So, election night's a big one, too, right? Yeah. Where do you typically have your election night? So, I used to have it at Sorrento's. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I did love Sorrento's. The last... so good. It was so good. (laughs) The last few times we've had it at Wellies. At Wellies. Yeah. Love Wellies. Kickoff is usually at Fish. Yep. I have athletic superstition. I like to do things the same way the every same single way. time. <laughs> I don't like to, you know. Change it up. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I actually, I think the year I lost was the last time we had it at Sorrento's. And it was like, okay, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> well, um, good thing it's not there anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, Wellies. The last few times that we've been at Wellies. That's awesome. I think we're out of time. We are. I mean, the time flew by. I'm it trying flies. to look through. Did we skip anything? No. I think we got it all. And yeah. thank you again. Thank you for being our number one fan of Be Local, Dine Local. So we'll plug Be Local, yeah. Dine Local. Yeah. Make sure everybody gets out. Get your stickers and T-shirts. Oh, wait. That's still going on? Well, so now we've actually expanded it. It's not just Dine Local. It's actually Be Local. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Counselor Dumas who came to us, um, I guess, the beginning of the year and said, hey, it's not just the restaurants, all the small business, too. And we said, you know what? You're 100% right. Yep. And so now it's a it's a collaboration with the Marlboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. And we've got all kinds of different, like, I guess, auto. We're doing hair salons. Sign maybe. me up. Yeah. yeah. And it's listed. It, all of the details are on our website. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. Visit Dash Marlboro, too. Visit, yep. Go to Visit Dash Marlboro. You can get your cards and stickers. And we'll give you a T-shirt as you walk out because you'll be <laughs> our ambassador. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that. Danielle, thank you for joining us. Thank this you for having so me. much fun. Yeah, no, it was Really blast. excited to have you. And um, we're excited to have Greg Bunn from Mass Hire at our next episode, which I don't have the date off the top of my head, but is the third Wednesday. So not next week, but the week after. Mm. So really excited for that. And thank everybody for joining us today. And have a wonderful day.